Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Have you felt obsessed at all with needing to know all the details, needing to know all everything, exactly what happened? Today, that is what I'm talking about. And I'm so glad you're here. If that is something that you feel like you're cycling again and again, and you're kind of getting obsessed about needing to know every exact detail. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. This is Megan Hillica. Grooving mom and grief coach. And today, yes, we are talking about needing to know all the things. I really was very obsessed with this. I started to dive deep into like what exactly happened that day that my daughter died, what happened beforehand, what were all the, you know, I wanted to know exactly every single thing that happened. And I kind of got really like very focused on it and to the point where I got the police report I read the police report with my therapist or I had him read it to me which which was actually really powerful while I did um EMDR I also got the 911 call which they don't normally give it out to you um I did call there and I asked for it because I felt like it was a part of my healing journey I needed it and I got it to go through with my therapist and I actually never did. I have not listened to it and I still have it. And I don't think I ever will listen to it at this point. I still want to keep it, but I I do have it. And I decided that I didn't need to do it. I felt like it would cause a lot more harm now than any good for me. So I have not listened to it. But When I was going into all of this, I was feeling like, well, you know, like what, how did I exactly respond? I don't remember how I responded. How, how did I respond exactly? I want to know everything, the exact moment that everything happened. And my therapist reminded me that it doesn't matter what happened. It actually doesn't matter, you know, what, how I responded every single moment in in reality versus what i remember so <laughs> it, that might seem like weird to you but what what actually happened and what we remember are sometimes different and it doesn't matter what actually happened it's what we remember that matters because that's the experience that our body remembers that's the experience that we remember and that we can process and move through so it doesn't really matter Our memories are so personal to each of us. And I want to share what became very clear to me is that I was reading the police report with my therapist, obviously. And this is a little bit of my story of the day Aria died. So I was very surprised in the police report when the officer said that he started doing CPR right away. Because in my memory, 
I saw that the police officer came in and he just sat there by her and he didn't do anything. And he just said, I think she's gone. And I remember thinking, how come you're not doing anything? And it is so weird to me that he says he did start CPR. So I, my memories are different than what the, you know, the police report says and what, you know, other things that say that happened. And it doesn't, you know, I don't know what's true and what's not, and it doesn't really matter. What I remember is what matters, and that's what I process. I just think it's so important to process what you have right now. We get so, I, I know the feeling, I got so hung up on needing to know exactly what happened. And in life, some, like, we can so easily invalidate someone's experience. I, I'm talking more about, like, hey, something happened to you. And we can invalidate someone's experience saying that it wasn't meant to hurt, but it still happened. So I haven't offered anything like this before, and I'm so, so excited. Normally, I only work with grieving moms for six weeks. In my one-on-ones, uh, my group coaching program, or my membership program, Grieving Moms Haven. But now I'm offering short one-time one-on-one calls for grieving mothers. If you are a grieving mother and you feel like you are stuck where you are at, maybe you are back to day-to-day life, and you don't feel like you have any life inside you. Maybe you feel numb. Maybe you feel empty. Like you have to put on a mask every single day to just get through every day. So often I have grieving mothers tell me, I'm carrying so much guilt and I feel stuck in it. I have so much anger and I don't know what to do with it. And I always ask, do you want to keep living this way? Every single one says no. I don't want to keep living this way. And I'm telling you, friend, you don't have to keep living this way. I know how to help guide you through this. I have coached many grieving mothers just like you who are carrying overwhelming guilt, anger, or sadness, and they don't know how to move forward. You can say that you don't want to feel a certain way or that you are tired of being sad or angry or guilty or you don't want to have it, but there's a different level of deciding that you are going to do something about it. If you are ready to change your life and actually take the steps to change your life and stop living in the deep guilt and sadness or anger, then I really want to invite you to schedule your 20-minute coaching call with me to begin working on the emotions of grief that are holding you back. These calls will be 20 minutes for $20. In these calls, I will help you work through something that you are feeling stuck in. Whether it's an emotion or a thought, I have the tools to help you process these and at least begin to see your way through in these 20 minutes. I never, ever, ever want money to be the reason that you don't get the help you need. So please sign up for your 20-minute slot today so you can begin to learn the tools and ways of living with grief instead of suffering with grief. Go to um, calendly.com slash cultivatedfamily slash 20 or click on the link in the show notes and schedule your call today. So I've thought of this a lot in terms of things that happen to people, maybe um, something that happened to you as a child, something that happened in your life that 
maybe was traumatic for you or painful for you. And for someone else, it wasn't painful. For someone else, it wasn't traumatic or the intent wasn't for it to be traumatic or painful. And how we, you know, invalidate somebody's experience because we say, oh, well, other people didn't experience it as traumatic. Like, what's wrong with you? Or they didn't mean it that way. So get over it. But I just think it's really important, even if somebody had no intent of causing harm, somebody didn't do it with that intent, but you still felt that trauma, or you still, your body experienced trauma or pain or sadness or suffering, that it's still okay to honor that process of moving through that. So I want to give an example, like, you know, from a childhood, like your childhood, if you had, say, a mom or a dad or somebody who did something to you in your life that was traumatizing, and they had no idea that they did it, and they didn't mean it, they had no intent on hurting you, but still you were traumatized or filled with pain or have that memory. And so often, like I was saying, they, they, we say that they didn't mean it, and so that you should just let it go. But it doesn't matter if she meant it or not, you still carry that trauma in your body. And I really believe it's okay to voice it and to to work through it. And to not like blame, you know, that person as, you know, they're they're all wrong or all bad, but just to know that this is an experience that's in my body and my memory and for me that I need to process and work through. And I really believe that knowing the details, the exact things doesn't really matter. We don't need to know all the things that if you have a memory and an experience in your body, that what matters is processing the experience and the memory that you do have in your body. So it doesn't really matter what's real or not real. I know that seems so weird. I know that seems so like counterintuitive, like maybe, maybe you have something where you don't have all the memories, like with your grief that so many memories were lost or with the experience that you don't remember a lot of things. And we, we feel like, oh, I want to remember that. I want to remember exactly what happened. And we don't have to remember everything in order to begin healing. We don't have to remember or know all the answers in order to begin to process things. It really just is all about connecting with your body and knowing that what you remember and what you know, it might not be true. It might not be real, but for you and your memories and your body, it is real. And so just allowing yourself to process that. We do get so caught up in wanting to know what's true. And when what's true is this, that your body remembers certain things and you can process that. And what's true is so relative to each of our experiences, just like my memory of the police officer at our house with Aria. I really had no idea that difference until I read that in the police report. And I just really believe grief brings up a huge, complete loss of control. And so I get that this trying to figure out what happened or when everything happened, like trying to figure this all out is a way that you can try to bring back control in your life. It's your way of trying to grapple with what happened. It's totally okay. I'm not telling you that if you are wanting to find all the details, if you want to know every single thing, that's okay. It's okay to do that. And that's that's totally your choice and up to you. 
I just hope that this is a different perspective that can allow you to let go of the need to keep diving again and again into the what and the why of what exactly happened. Sometimes we just can't know all the answers. Sometimes we don't know why. Sometimes we can't figure out everything and it's painful, but it's real and it and it just might be the way it is. And I just hope that this is a different perspective that maybe you can begin to embrace. So I want to ask you, what is true for you? How can you begin to process where you are at right now? How, maybe even ask yourself, how will knowing more details help or support you in your grief? I just really want to give you a hug. I know it's a hard journey and we want to know all the answers and we want to know why. And I just, sometimes we can't and it's so painful. And and all we have is our experience and what is true for us right now. So I just want to send you a big hug. Thank you to all of you who have been listening for a while. I'm so grateful that you are here. And I love, love, love to hear from you that, that have reached out to me and let me know that this is helpful. Let me know what you like. And if you're new here, welcome. And I hope this podcast can be a light to you in a very, very difficult time. I would really, really appreciate if you like this podcast that you would hit the subscribe button and go right and review Grieving Mobs podcast. This helps so many more moms find this podcast and get the help and support that they are looking for on their grief journey. So I would really appreciate if you go do that. We'll see you next week. Take care. Well, this episode of Grieving Moms podcast is over. You can join me and other grieving mothers in my free Facebook group to continue conversations of all things life after child loss. Go to www.meganhillica.com slash community to join us there. If you like this podcast, could you please share it with other grieving mothers so that they can also find hope in life after loss and to know that they are never alone.